You're listening to the Mortgage Reports Podcast, where we reveal tips, tricks, hacks, and knowledge to help you buy a home, refinance, or invest in real estate. Can you buy a house with student loan debt? What's going on, guys? This is Ivan Simmental, your mortgage advisor. And today, I want to talk about a common question that a lot of millennials and recent graduates are asking me. How can I buy a house with all of my student loan debt? In short, yes, you absolutely can buy a house with student loan debt. But now, I wanted to dive in a little bit deeper and take a look at what that really means and exactly how you need to have finances in order, you need to have your credit in order, you need to have your down payment in order. So there are a lot of different variables that go into this answer of yes, you can buy a house with student loan debt. So you just graduated from college and you want to know how much of your student loan debt is going to be taken into consideration. Well, your student loan debt is just like any other credit card debt, any other installment debt, any other uh, car payments. It is taken into consideration for debt to income ratio purposes. So depending on the financing that you elect or that is given to you by your loan officer, they are either going to take half a percent or 1% of your total student loan into consideration. So for example, you have $10,000 in student loan debt. They are going to hit you for either 1% or half a percent of that total value as a payment that goes against your debt to income ratio. So for a $10,000 student loan debt, it's either going to be $100 or $50. That is how that is calculated depending on the specific program that you use. So now let's dig in a little bit deeper and let's talk about things that you can do to help your chances of you getting pre-approved for a home loan right out of college with your new job. The first and the most important thing is your debt to income ratio. The reason why us lenders look at your debt to income ratio and why it's weighed so heavily um, in the approval process is because we want to make sure that you are one responsible and we want to make sure too that you can actually afford the payment so while you're in college or if you're listening to this and you're still in college please please do not get into credit card debt i know that you're probably going to be seeing all these awesome credit card companies on campus hey apply for this you'll get x y and z hey apply for this and we'll give you a free trip somewhere Say no, I promise you will not regret this advice that I'm going to give you. Reduce your debt to income to as little as possible because you will then be able to buy one more house, two, you'll be a less riskier loan applicant, and it'll be easier for you to get approved for a home loan. So here are some tips. Pay down debt as much as possible. Again, like I just talked about, try not to have a lot of debt on your credit report because this will impact you negatively. Number two, try to increase your income. While you're in college, ask for a raise or while you graduate college, try to find a job that pays you the most that you possibly can get paid and simple, right? It sounds very easy and it sounds, hey, just do this, but that will increase your chances of a lower debt to income ratio. Number three, if you do have student loan debt and it's high with a high interest rate, try to refinance it or consolidate it so that you have one payment. Now, refinancing it, obviously, it has to one 
make sense for you and it has to lower your payment and has to be a lower interest rate. So it needs to make sense all around. Number four, you can enroll in an income-based repayment plan. So we are now able to take whatever is on your credit report as a payment. So if you have a lower payment, we are able to then take that lower payment into consideration versus taking the 1% or the half a percent that we previously talked about. Now let's talk about another avenue of how you can increase your chances of getting approved for a home loan. And this is increasing your credit score. This will determine what type of borrower you are, right? If you're either a C borrower, a B borrower, or an A borrower. And what I mean by this, if you have a lower FICO score, then you're considered a riskier borrower because why do you have low credit score? What have you done to make it low? And if you have like in the mid 600s or a little bit higher of 600 FICO score, then you're like a considered a B grade borrower off of your FICO score. Of course, not a human being or not how you are. You are considered a B grade borrower because of the type of FICO that you do carry. Um, and of course, Anything 720, 740 and above is considered an A plus FICO score if you want to grade it or if we were, you know, having to grade it. A couple things that you can do to ensure that your FICO score is the best that it can be while you're in college and after college is lower your credit card utilization. So what does this mean? Hey, uh, I got tricked into getting one of those credit cards on campus. My limit is $1,000. You go to the nearest shopping mall and buy shoes, clothes, and you've now spent $900 of that $1,000 limit. So what does this tell potential uh, banks that are going to lend you money? That tells them that you are not able to manage your money correctly, right? You've almost maxed out that credit card. So by having low utilization, meaning under 20 to 25% of that value, so if you have a limit of $1,000, make sure you keep that balance $100, $200 and not any higher than that because anything higher, you're considered a riskier applicant because you can't manage your money correctly. And this one's a given. Make sure to please pay your bills on time. If you are late, and what I mean by late is 30 days late, right? You can be five days late. You can be 15 days late. That's okay. But what's going to report on your credit report is if you're past 30 days late. That is where that's going to ding you. And that is very, very hard to get rid of. And we look at that very, very heavily. And we wonder why did this person have this late? Another important tip is if you are going to pay off an account or if you're going to keep your credit card at zero balance, make sure not to close it. Why don't you want to close it? Because you're going to lose all that good credit history that you have with that account. And that's going to count negatively against you when you end up closing that account. And we don't want that. We want good credit history. So keep those accounts open, even if they're at a zero balance. And of course, if you're going to be thinking about buying a house, try not to obtain any new credit lines or any new lines of credit because they're just not going to help you. Plus, it runs your credit, uh, dings you a little bit. Uh, just no new credit cards if you are thinking about purchasing a house here in the near future. Okay, so I've given you two very, very important tips. What's next now once you graduate? You seek a mortgage professional that you trust. And if you don't know anybody in your area or if you don't trust anybody in your area, I'm more than happy to point you in the right direction to a mortgage professional that I know in your area. I have a network of professionals that I trust and that I work with on a regular basis. But now what's next? 
What's next is your pre-approval. So you are going to speak to this lender or this loan officer, and they are going to guide you on the path of becoming a homeowner. They are going to give you tips, tricks, what not to do, what to do, sort of what I've talked about, but going a little bit more in depth of what you can be approved for, um, what your payment you can expect. So they will go into further detail on all the things that we just talked about. They will gather all of your loan documents. So like I've, I've talked about in previous episodes, that's your W-2s, your pay stubs, your tax returns for the last two years, and bank statements as well. So they'll look at all of this and come up with, if you're not able to be pre-approved at the time, they'll come up with a strategy to assist you and guide you along the path of getting pre-approved in the near future, six months, a year, whatever that time frame looks like. But the important thing to keep into consideration is if you do the first two steps that I've taught you or that we've talked about, it will 100% increase your chances of becoming a homeowner straight out of college. Of course, This all does depend on what type of student loan debt you do have. If you are like my wife, you are $100,000 into student loan debt, and I love you so much, my love. (laughs) But in all seriousness, it does depend on how much student loan uh, debt you do have. And of course, it also depends on the field that you're graduating with. How much is that starting salary? Like, for example, a doctor, I know they start in the six figures. So it makes it a little bit easier for them to qualify for a home loan versus if it was somebody in, let's just say, a business degree or a communications degree, uh, depending on, you know, the, the starting salary in their specific field, it might make it a little bit more difficult. So, of course, your salary does play a huge role. But if you have very low debt, it does increase your chances of becoming a homeowner. Guys, I appreciate you guys listening. I hope you guys learned something in this episode of can you buy a house with student loan debt? Yes, you can. And I know that you'll be able to buy a house if you follow these steps. If you have any questions, my information will be down below. I look forward to hearing from you. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below, or if you're listening to this on the podcast, leave us a nice review, a genuine review. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks for listening to the Mortgage Reports podcast. Visit themortgagereports.com for daily mortgage rate updates, news, and advice from experts. 